Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. And now, battle ready with Father Dan Rehill. Good day. Welcome to Battle Ready. Let's begin with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love thee. And I ask pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love thee. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, we are on day two, three, day three of our Mariathon. Um, thank you for your prayers. I know a lot of you are praying for uh, Radio Maria, and even for me. I didn't feel very good yesterday. I came home and slept about uh, seven hours which I never, I don't sleep seven hours during the night, let alone during the day. So feeling good today, though. So uh, if you can, please uh, support us in this ministry of getting the voice of uh, the Word of God into people's homes in America. So you can call 888-408-0201 or go to radiomaria.us and hit the little red donation button in the top center of the screen. Uh, that'll give you all the different ways you can give to Radio Maria. Of course, we are completely dependent on God's providence and uh, the support of his good people. That's you out there who uh, keep us on the air. And uh, we're most appreciative of that. But it is uh, an effort to keep uh, all these towers going and working and uh, the equipment. And uh, we need your help. So... I'm going to talk to you a little bit about stewardship because that's what this is. You know, a lot of people, um, there's a lot of things we can give our money to, right? Your diocese, your parish, uh, various charities around the world, Red Cross, a whole bunch of things. And I know many of you spend a lot of time in front of the Blessed Sacrament as well. And you, so, you show up at the dinners for the socials, for the uh, events of the parish, and, and you your life revolves around the church for many of you, and that's a good life. It's a wonderful life. But imagine if Father sees you one day across uh, the North X and makes a beeline over and he says to you, oh, I'm so glad you're here today because you're such a great model of stewardship and we need the parking lot paved. And I would like you to head up the fundraising committee. Would you like to do that? Now, 99% of people would be like, Father, I really can't do that. I don't want it. It's not my gift. I don't like asking for money of people. And they shrink away from it. It's very true. And I'll be honest. Salespeople are a completely different breed of people. So people that are comfortable asking for money, it's a rare breed of person. Because a lot of us don't like to do it. We feel like we're encroaching, especially on people we know, you know, our friends and our family. So... It's not a desirable job. And yet that is the position I'm in as the national director for Radio Maria. And I have to do it because the way I see it, it's like Our Lady. Imagine she stands before you and she goes, my son, I need you to help fund this uh, ministry of Radio Maria. And I've chosen you to do it. And so I need you to ask when the asking has to be done. That asking is this week. And so imagine Our Lady standing before you too, saying, will you help me 
will you help me with this ministry of getting the voice, the word of God into people's homes? That's what we're doing. And, and by the way, did you know that there's a saint who is considered the saint of fundraising? His name, his name is St. Felix Cantalise. He was a Capuchin brother who lived in Rome in the 16th century. And his job was to go out there and ask for money and food for the sustenance of his community, as well as for the poor. And everywhere uh, Brother Felix went, he would greet everybody with the words Deo gracias. That means thanks be to God. And he became known as Brother Deo gracias because that's all he would say when he met people. And he really had no trouble asking for money because he saw it as feeding Jesus when he fed his brothers and he fed the poor. He felt like he was feeding Jesus. And you know, Radio Maria, it's like we're bringing Mary and her son Jesus into people's homes and we're transforming lives. I can't tell you how many people's lives have been transformed from this ministry of this radio network. We get letters all the time, we get emails all the time. I have people come up to me when I'm out uh, giving talks at conferences. Oh, Father, you won't believe it. I was away from the church. I started listening to the show or this show or that show. Father Ianuzzi has a tremendous following. He's changing lives. And they come back and they have a new relationship with God. You know, that's what it's all about because at the end of life, nobody, your money can't go with you. You can't take your money with you. It's all going to be left behind. So I say, you know, when you give to help Radio Maria, it's like you're handing the money to the Blessed Virgin Mary saying, I trust you're going to do good with this. Let's go save souls. That's what this... That's what this ministry is all about. It's about saving souls. Can there be any greater ministry in the world than saving souls? I don't think so. So that's what we are in the business of doing. Now, I, I'll be honest. I look at uh, fundraising like begging. You know, I'm begging. I am begging the listeners, please join me in supporting this. Now, to back up, put, so to speak, put my money where my mouth is, I'm going to pledge for my own bank account, Father Dan's bank account, uh, $1,000 to Radio Maria this day, and I'm asking for people to match it. So the pledge will become valid when we match that $1,000. You can give $10, you can give $1,000, you can give $5,000, you know, wouldn't that be great? But if you give $200 or more, we have four of the crucifixes. The Christmas crucifixes that were blessed by Jesus and Mary on Christmas Day. We have four of those left. It was 15 initially. If you pledge 200, you get one of those crucifixes. And uh, the ones, they've been known for miracles. I've used them myself. I've had people miraculously cured when I send them one of these crucifixes. It's not to say it's going to be a miraculous cure every time because God does what he wants. But they seem to have a particular blessing upon them, an anointing. And so those four are left. Uh, what else can I tell you? Well, let's talk about things we need to be praying for. Uh, did you know, this was an interesting thing I just learned, that the Chinese Communist Party has been setting up police stations on American soil in New York City? Can you believe that? 
you imagine if we put a police, if we said we'd like to put a police station in China, the Chinese would laugh at us. And yet here we are, the ridiculous uh, leading heart liberals that we are saying, oh, sure, come on in China, set up police stations. They have police stations in 30 different countries, 54 Chinese police stations in 30 different countries. What are they up to, you may wonder? I'm going to give you more information on that tomorrow when I research a little more. It's very interesting. They also have ordered all of their people out of uh, Ukraine. The Chinese government has said everybody get out of Ukraine. So they may know something we don't. So that's something we need to be praying for. We do not want an escalation in this war. Pray against the war. Our Lady said the Rosary can stop wars. We need to be praying against the war. What else can I tell you today? Well, our dear Catholic president has pledged uh, a federal abortion mandate. Hard to believe the scandal of it all. But he has uh, said that his first priority <clears throat> with the 117th Congress will be to codify into federal law the right to abortion for any reason up to the moment of birth. So a nine-month-old baby can be murdered as it's being born. Can you imagine? A Catholic president. Well, he's a heretic. No other way to put it. He is a heretic. So we need to pray for Joe's conversion. Joe is lost. Joe is in the back pocket of Satan. So we need to pray for his conversion. Every rosary you pray, include the president, because what the president does has effects for the whole country spiritually. That's really true, and especially because he's Catholic. Oh, my goodness. But the Lord must be thinking, I can't imagine. Can't imagine. That's something we need to be praying for. Uh, what else? Here, can you imagine? Georgetown, which is the oldest Catholic university in our country, is uh, pushing therapy for minors in its medical school. So the medical school is teaching its students to administer puberty blockers and hormone therapy to minors. This is a Jesuit university. Now, I know the Jesuits seem nuts from time to time, but this has gone too far. That you Catholic University would be saying that somehow uh, God is no longer in charge of assigning gender. Oh, they're playing God. This is the sin that happened in the Garden of Eden. Satan said to Eve, oh, uh, God doesn't want you to eat of the tree, because if you do, then you would be like God. And Eve bought the wine, she took the fruit. Well, we're doing it right here, Georgetown University which shame on you and I would ask where is uh, Cardinal Wilton Gregory this is in your domain how can you allow this they should be stripped of their title Catholic because they're not behaving Catholic they're promoting the devil and his ideology shame on Georgetown dump them into your prayer bucket another one that needs to be prayed for finally this is the last prayer need we have. The poor people in this little English town uh, in the United Kingdom. So there's a council in England that has made making the sign of the cross 
and prayer and holy water illegal in public areas surrounding an abortion provider. Now, let me tell you, this zone is, gosh, it looks to be about, you know, five or six blocks long and four or five blocks wide. That's a lot bigger than just the property of the uh, abortion mill. But that's what they're doing. So the Council of Burnmouth in Christchurch, imagine it's in Christchurch. Oh, the mockery of it all. Uh, in southern England has drawn red lines around an abortion provider and designating the area a safe zone, safe to kill your baby. It's, I love, you know, it's just the irony of it all. So in Christ Church, <laughs> they've designated a safe zone where you can kill your baby. Oh, the devil is having a heyday. So anyone caught crossing themselves with the sign of the cross or reciting a scripture or sprinkling holy water within the red zone is going to be fined a hundred pounds. That's about a hundred twenty bucks. Well, if I lived in that neighborhood, it'd be time to move out. You know, they're throwing God out literally. It's time to move out. I would get out of that village immediately. But in the meantime, let's pray for Christ Church in Southern England the poor people that live there that are being subjugated to really it's uh they're stripping them of their religious rights so that's that horrible i think it's time to go back to fatima fatima seems relevant more and more every day you know we just celebrated oh i think it was last week yeah the miracle of the sun and uh so it's still fresh in people's minds uh, the sun indeed did dance in the sky, and 70,000 people saw it. Even the skeptical journalists and scientists who were present uh, affirmed what they deemed to be impossible. They saw the sun dance in the sky. And there's never been anything even remotely like it in modern history. And what we need to focus on more than the sun is uh, her son, S-O-N. Jesus. At Fatima, Our Lady had a message for the world that was so urgent that she resorted to these extraordinary means to grab the world's attention. And when people failed to heed the message, the dreadful consequences she of followed close behind. There was indeed another war. You know, she came during World War One and said, this war will end soon, but if you don't pray and change, another war will come, it will be worse will be an annihilation of, of nations and the spreading of the errors of Russia. So let's look carefully at that message, but first we're going to pause. As I just mentioned, I pledged $1,000, but it needs to be matched in order that it goes into effect. So please call, dig into your pockets. There's no money better spent than to give it to the mission of our Blessed Virgin Mary and getting the word, her son's word out to the people of the United States. And that's what Radio Maria does. So please call 888-408-0201. I have no problem begging. I'll beg. It's not beneath me. Happy to do it. Doing it for Our Lady. And I'm sure she's smiling as this program goes out across the country. So the message of Fatima. Okay, so go back. October 13, 1970. 
three young little peasant children gathered on a hillside in uh, the countryside of Portugal. And through that morning, that very dreary, wet morning, uh, thousands of people arrive and they're waiting. They're waiting for a miracle. Shortly after noon, Our Lady appears to the three kids as she promised and uh, as she said five times prior. And she has a brief conversation with them. She promised, again, that the current war would end. And she also revealed that she, her title is Our Lady of the Rosary. So she's making clear, we must be a people that praise her rosary. But then she adds this, people must amend their lives and ask pardon for their sins. They must not offend the Lord anymore, for he is already too much offended. This is over years ago. He's already too much offended. This is before all of the gender craziness started. This is before homosexuality became legal and is even prominently promoted across the media. This is before uh, the attacks on life. You know, this is when all abortion was was illegal, and he was already much offended. So, one of the children then asked, and is that all you have to ask? And Our Lady, there is nothing. It's that simple. Change your life, and then ask uh, God to be forgiven. Amend your life, and ask pardon for your sins. So simple. So few people get serious changing their lives when they need to. Comfortable in our ways, aren't we? So, end our lives, ask pardon for our sins. Is this not the same message that Jesus said when he walked the earth? Remember when he was giving the Sermon on the Mount? He kept John the Baptist going before him with pretty much the same message. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. This is the message. Now, we need this message of Fatima more than ever because the message speaks directly to the fight to defend life, family, and marriage. That's what this message is about. This final battle between God and Satan is going to be over the family and marriage. That's what uh, our, our lady told Sister Lucia when she was uh, a bit older. Now, another thing that came out of these messages was uh, a statement that said, more souls go to hell because of sins of the flesh than for any other reason. That was told to Jacinta. And she also said certain fashions will be introduced that will offend our Lord very much. And she also issued a direct warning to women saying, woe to women lacking in modesty. And also, let men avoid greed, lies, envy, blasphemy, and impurity. So, that's very telling right there. Woe to women lacking in modesty. There was one message to women. But to the men, haha, let men avoid greed, lies, envy, blasphemy, and impurity. Five sins. Many of them have, that the men have to avoid. Now, again, this is a hundred years ago. What would she say today? Things are so much worse. Things people wear in public, it's unbelievable. And I don't know if you've been to the gym lately, 
but basically you could paint on the clothing at the gym it's that tight uh, I don't understand it I can't imagine that's comfortable to work out in but that's what people are wearing who knows now today in uh, 2022 just to mention the word modesty oh that makes some people bristle you know these uh, these new thinkers people are very angry being told that they should dress a certain way or behave in a way that doesn't lead others to sin you know they feel like their freedom is under attack well in a way you could say that's true it is we're, it is under attack but it's not under attack to hurt you it's to help you get to heaven and a lot of to be honest a lot of women feel like they're being singled out while men get a free pass well that's probably because we've got a far too uh, narrow definition of modesty or fashion let's look to the Catholic uh, the catechism of the Catholic Church this is what it says paragraph 2522 modesty protects the mystery of persons and their love it encourages patience and moderation in loving relationships it requires that the conditions for the definitive giving and commitment of man and woman to one another be fulfilled modesty is decency it inspires one's choice of clothing it keeps silence or reserve where there is evident risk of unhealthy curiosity it is discreet so just <laughs> some of those words used in there discreet silence uh, decency these are not things that uh, the people of 2022 many of them anyway desire right we live in a culture the devil has so deceived us that we are screaming look at me look at me look at me look at all of these uh, apps and platforms that have been created Instagram Facebook TikTok they're all there to just scream at the world look at me and like me isn't it crazy like we would we never had this when I was a kid thank God who needs all this stuff people spent hours a day grooming themselves to look better than they do and then they put out a video and they tell the world please like me and, and many of them alter the way they look digitally as well so it's not even really them uh, I tell you we've all been we've, we've, we've taken the forbidden fruit and we've run with it much of what is happening uh, in today's world goes directly against the ideals of heaven I know you you know that if you're listening to this program you know that so the question remains how do we bring the message of God to the world well one of the ways is through battle ready and through Radio Maria and the programming we have on and the sacraments that are are, are promulgated through the airwaves uh, the rosary the chaplet of divine mercy all of these things you know it's a battle we're in a battle and we must be vigilant soldiers in winning this battle and that's going to come from uh, the hard work of uh, preaching the gospel in season and out of season, as St. Paul so eloquently said at last Sunday's readings. Preach the gospel in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort. Those are three very dynamic words. Convince, 
rebuke, exhort. This is our mission. This is the mission of the church. This is the mission of the whole church, not just the priests. The lay people have to do this too. But one of the, the greatest ways we have is through this medium of radio. So please call today, 888-408-0201 or go to radiomaria.us on the internet and click the donation button. It gives many ways to give digitally or you can write a check in if that's please do help support us in this mission uh, I'm going to continue further into this issue of Fatima and the, the way the world has basically rejected this message and you know she said uh, what happened now she didn't go any further past the second world war we don't know but one would expect if we continue to thumb our nose at the Lord that eventually he will take his hands of protection off of us. You know, he's a gentleman. He doesn't force himself on anybody. So we must be a people of prayer. And uh, again, Our Lady said that praying the rosary can stop wars. So I would urge everybody every day to get out that rosary and pray. Pray for all the people whose literally their lives are dependent on this. I'm going to be back with you in a couple of minutes, along with my producer, Kevin, and we will continue our discussion. Uh, we're going to take a, like a two-minute break. I'm going to get a glass of water, and I'll be back with you shortly. Stay tuned. <laughs> 